We, how come we didn't get charged for it last time we used it? Mm. Welcome to an abbreviated episode of Misinformation on the Road. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Hello. Ugh. <laughs> so it's uh, it's about 10 o'clock, uh, the first night of... Uh, Walker Stalker. Con. Yeah. I'm Chicago, 2014. I got a lot of wings in my belly. No, you're fine, you're fine. It's my fine. nose is running. Don't think about it. I don't feel good. Don't think about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, first night, I'm eating a mint. That's okay. To make my belly feel better. Yeah. Uh, Not working. You're, you're no, good. I feel just, no, I feel better. I do. I feel better. Just motor through, man. Yeah. Uh, so the full day, we we here today. We're here noon noon to about seven thirty. We went to the con. Yeah. Uh, so far, uh, really well organized convention. Yeah, very friendly volunteer staff. Uh, very friendly host, and like very, very uh, approachable. Yeah, yeah, and and they encourage you. To approach the talent, like they, it's it's one of those deals where like, hey, we understand you can't buy something from everybody. They're here to see you. They want you to come up and say hi. So make sure that you do that. It's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, and like a very opposite experience to what we've been having at some of the more recent cons. Like we had a we had a volunteer approach us tonight as we were standing around, kind of contemplating what our next move was. We thought for sure coming to skit skit us along, and instead he was just like, "What's up? How's it going? <laughs> what you guys doing?" Yeah. You having fun? Yeah, we're we're just chilling. That sounds cool. <laughs> so we talked to him for probably a good fifteen minutes. Like super nice kid. His name's Alex. Uh, you're doing a hell of a job, Alex. Uh, also, uh, Sharon. Thank you, dude. Sharon, VIP fucking volunteer, uh, probably of the whole weekend. I know it's day one. I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to beat the customer service that she provided. Like just stepped up and was just like, hey, um, I can help you with your problem. I have that kind of power. So they must really empower their volunteers to, like, if they see something that they think needs attention or or uh, just, it's almost like since it's a new con, they're just like, do what you need to do to make people happy. You know, and stuff that, you know, you don't even have to ask them for anything. They just come up and ask you if there's anything they can do to help you, which is just bizarre compared to other cons that we've been to in the past. So it's it's really very refreshing. And 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 uh, James and Eric uh, opened the convention with a quick panel, basically explaining who they are. See, Walker StalkerCon was created by podcasters um, through Quick Kickstarter, so it's amazing to see what they've put together, being their second convention, and apparently <coughs> their next convention, Paris, 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 like Paris, Texas, no. Paris, Francais, ho, 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 oui, oui, oui. Gay Paris, vive la France! Croissant. Fries. I don't know. Oui? Yeah. And apparently there's a party going on next door, and they may or may not be doing illegal things over there. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm excited to say that we've already got a couple interviews lined up, one for tomorrow, one for Sunday. And, uh, we can go ahead and say who they are. No, I'm, I'm going to. Right. But uh, so, comic book men. We're going to be talking with Michael Zapsik and Brian Johnson tomorrow. And Ming Chen. And Ming Chen, uh, assuming he makes it in okay. And then on Sunday, we're going to be talking with James and Eric, the the hosts and founders of the Walker Soccer Con. And so far, what we, and it may be incredibly different tomorrow, but so far, what we've seen is that everyone's so approachable, even uh, the celebrity, you know, talent. Uh, that if, if a line's slow, we're going to probably go up and talk to a lot of people tomorrow. We talked to... Uh, um, <clears throat> Lou Temple. Yeah, yeah, Lou, yeah, Lou, Lou is amazing. Like, what a, a friendly, accommodating, a, so happy to talk to you, 
Uh, it, I just went up to tell him, basically, I, it, it broke my heart when his character died in The Walking Dead. Spoiler. Um, but, because uh, he played Axel. And I, I, I liked Axel's character in the book, uh, and I really liked Axel's character on TV. And we had a, we had a brief uh, conversation about, um, you know, because I asked him, I said, how is it to die? And he's like, well, you know, it's tough because it's not something anyone has experience with. That's a good answer. And I said, uh, so you can't really go method on it very easily. And he said, no. He said, so he likes to draw on other experiences he's seen with actors that have accomplished it in a way that he thought was successful. And one of the things that he called back to was uh, uh, Robert Duvall in Colors. Oh, yeah. Uh, And he said, you know, he has a line of, I I just want to rest here. I just want to rest. I'll be fine. And then, um, what was it, Adam Goldberg in uh, Saving Private Ryan? Adam Adam Goldberg, I don't know uh, the Jewish guy, when the with the with the when he's fighting that Nazi in the oh, hallway sure. and the knife just slowly no wait 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 just wait 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 and then that knife slowly eases its way into his chest and yeah. kills him. One of the most like the, the, it's a, such a slow burn death scene. It's ridiculous. Um, and so he was talking about stuff like that, and he said, you know, that it, basically that it gives a human face. And I said. You know, speaking of giving a human face, you played a character who was uh, hanging out at a prison because he was in prison. Um, you know, way to make him human, way to make us like him. That's what he was in for. Yeah. And he said, well, you know, he, he's a pathological liar because he basically said pharmaceuticals at first. And then he said uh, burglary, armed robbery. Um, and I said, but for you, what was he in for? He said drugs. And, I, and because he had also said, you know, maybe it was rape, maybe it was, and I said, but it'd be very hard to make him a likable character yeah. if it was rape. Um, and it was just, it was such a cool conversation because I was like, have you seen The Woodsman? He's like, absolutely. And I said, you can't make that a likable guy. I said, so rape would be such a tough deal. And then he's like, yeah, because he's the kind of guy that you, you get angry at yourself for giving it up for him. Like, because you want him to be a better character and you want to root for him. Um, and then at, by the end of the movie, you're just like, I'm going to leave forgiving him to Jesus. I want him dead. Yeah. And I'm like, you, he's amazing. Just such an amazing conversational guy. Um, and it, it's always those little gems that you, you bump into people at conventions and you're so excited because, you know, you're like, well, I didn't come here to see him, but he was an awesome grad, like a great person to talk to. And that made me excited. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, nothing nothing really happened yet. But, I, you know, I got to say, Stephen Mel, he kind of said that uh, we might get a moment. Like a touch your butt moment? Oh, I don't know about that, but a moment. Like the kind of moment where he actually comes back to his table? Because that'd be exciting. It would be a brief moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, Friday night was kind of a weird night. Um, th- there wasn't a whole lot going on. Not, not a lot of people at their tables. Um, not a lot of traffic. Not a lot of cosplay. <clears throat> there was some great cosplay, though. I mean, A we couple saw... of really solid ones. But yeah, the traffic was to the point that when we were talking to James uh, to try and set up our interview for him... He, he was telling us that uh, actually Stephen Amell was the guy that said, hey, uh, is it going to be like this for the next two days? And he was like, oh, no, you have no idea. Completely different world starting tomorrow. Which is nuts and makes me a little nervous because we had it so easy today. You know, think about it. It has to be. Because from what we saw today, not knocking the convention at all, but from what we saw today, I say to you again, Paris? Right, right. Well, and that, and um, uh, let's be honest, the price tag for a full weekend pass is $100. That's just as much as it is to go to DragonCon. DragonCon's a four-day event with 
no break, no break, and th- uh, uh, I think like thirty to forty thousand attendees and hundreds more, of guests, and more stuff than you could possibly see in a weekend. So for that m- amount of money, you know, if you're going to pay for the, and some of these people are paying for VIP passes for four hundred dollars. The nice thing that I didn't know until we came today is that portions of all of this go to St. Jude's. Right. I did. I did not know that. No, That's I didn't cool. know anything about it. And they actually, so much so that they, um, between every panel, they pass a hat. You know, give a quarter, give a nickel, whatever you have in your pocket, and it goes to St. Jude's. A lot of the portions of the photo ops, uh, according to Alex, the volunteer, go to St. Jude's. Um, there's a booth, St. Jude's booth, where you can pay like a dollar and you go digging through this little pile of dirt for prizes and stuff. I mean, it's just fun stuff. I mean, there's a lot of neat stuff going on. It's a small con and it's a new con. But the organization is top-notch. I didn't at any point feel like, man, they just don't have their shit together. Like, I felt like they, they knew exactly what was going on at every point. Um, I didn't didn't feel like uh, any of the panels started late. It's weird because the panels are right in the middle of everything. Yeah. It's almost like watching, like, a WWE event. Yeah, I know. You're, you're, you're surrounding the ring. Yeah, and there's, like, entrance music, and then the person comes up, and they start talking to them. And you can pretty much hear the panel going on from everywhere at the con. I mean, if you really want to understand it and, and you need to enjoy be, it, you need to be seated. Or seated. Um, but it, it, it's a good time. Yeah, I cannot wait to see, you know, how much it jumps off tomorrow. But uh, it's just a way different experience. Yeah, absolutely, a positive experience. Um, we'll check in again tomorrow. We're just doing these short casts. Um while we're at the con, because one, it's easier than doing a blog, and two, you get something immediate. So, uh, uh, again, if anybody is here at the convention, um, uh, anybody from the Misinformation Nation, uh, get a hold of us at misinformationpodcast uh, at gmail.com or misinfopodcast on Twitter, uh, and, and we'll be around. We'd love to meet up and have a drink. Otherwise, all I can tell you is we're going to have some fun video coming your way at some point. Very very fun video. We're, there's some uh, neat stuff coming down the pipe. There's some new stuff that we've never uh, att- even attempted before, and we've got some really super secret, uh, exciting stuff coming. So, uh, you know, this has been a Misinformation Podcast on the Road Shortcast. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. What were you doing? Barbie.